T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll also find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. Follow me as well on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, it certainly was a, a busy week in the Kansas legislature. By the way, our, that was our Laura Kelly theme song. We always play that when we get an update from Topeka. So in the House, they focus, their focus was on debating and voting on bills on the floor. They were on the floor most of the week. Over three days, the House took up 55 bills on a variety of subjects, from funding education to cutting red tape for agriculture and a whole bunch of other things. Joining us now to recap the busy week is House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, thank you for joining us, brother. Thank you, John. It's always a pleasure to be with you, and I love your bumper music coming in. That's always fun. Yeah, well, you know, for I don't know what I'm going to do next year when we have a real <laughs> governor, and I'm just going to have to change my update theme song. It'll be something like, everything's coming up roses or something like that. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking maybe like Rocky theme song. Oh, that's good. Like that. Yes, yes. I, that's not a bad one. We may have to do that. Uh, that's something yeah. Dave and I will have to – Dan, you and I need to come up with a new theme song. I'll ask Derek, too. He can, he can contribute. He's on the show enough. Um, yeah, so each one of us needs to have our, yeah. our music, our own music when we come in. Yeah. Deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this week, I know you guys took up lots of stuff. One of the things that you did was, it was statutory. It was required every 10 years. Uh, but you've got the new state House and Senate legislative maps, with which you're required to draw every 10 years based on population shifts. In some cases... Population shifts actually required moving districts, eliminating a few districts, but you you guys got them passed. Uh, nothing really changed down here in, in Sedgwick County, though, did it? Well, not big changes. There were small changes. Uh, even my district changed just a little bit. You know, I've I had a, a really good area called Fox Ridge, and and they came in and asked if they could take that and kind of you know in the Sedgwick County area it was really kind of more smoothing out the districts and making them look 
um, a little bit more respectable, respectable instead of jagged. Uh, in some cases, they were pretty jagged uh, from what the courts did. So they took um, they took a couple of my areas, and then gave me New Market Square, so uh, which has a pretty good sized um, residential area behind it. Uh, so I think everybody's changed just a little bit. Um, but but not massive changes like out in the rural. You know, John, what it comes down to, and our chairman, uh, Chris Cross, he did did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, he, he said he said it best. He said, this is a, a math problem that has a lot of emotion with it. Yeah. And that's truly what it was. You know, uh, out in western Kansas, they, they've, they've lost uh, a significant amount of of uh, population, and so their districts had to grow geographically. They had to become bigger, which means that ultimately you have to collapse uh, a couple of districts out there and move them to the highly populated areas. And in this case, both of those districts that came from rural uh, went to JOCO. Uh, JOCO had the highest uh, amount of population increase. Sedgwick County, of course, was probably second to that. But we were able to adjust our uh, our sizes in Wichita and not have to gain a seat out of it. So we did not gain a seat in Sedgwick County like we thought we might. Uh, the, the map actually is a really good map. I think it's a map, number one, that the governor can't veto because there was a, such a big total. We had 112 votes for that map. So the Dems got behind it too. Absolutely. There's some that didn't. I mean, there were some that were upset with it, just like there were some Republicans that were upset with it. Uh, but I think ultimately, they, they, you know, more often than not, people were satisfied. They may not have been totally happy, but they were satisfied. So that's all that you can ask for. The other statutory requirement you guys uh, have to do is the budget. <clears throat> you approved your version of the state budget this week as well, reducing spending by 2% over the governor's recommendation, paid off $400 million more in debt, and ended up leaving the state with about a $500 million rainy day fund, as well as throwing money into capers, right? Yes, it was, uh, we actually had uh, an amazing budget uh, from the standpoint of what we were able to do. You know, we've talked about it uh, for a long time. We came in with a uh, a hefty ending balance, about $3 billion out there. And, and, and we really needed to be responsible, fiscally responsible with that. And, and I think the, you know, the appropriations, the committee did a, a, a phenomenal job at doing that. They really resisted um, big spending. The governor wanted big spending. The, bug, the governor wanted to spend 455, almost $500 million on giving everybody that filed a tax return $250 rebate. Well, she wanted to buy votes uh, is, is what she wanted to do. Yeah, it's a great campaign deal, buy votes. Um, we didn't do that. Instead, we took that money and put it into a rainy day fund. What a what a what a concept. You know, we we are right now probably getting closer and closer every day to the next um, recession. And, and and we're in massive inflationary times right now, so things Things are not going to stay rosy very long if you would consider what we're in right now rosy. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to have some downturns, and we have to have the, the capacity to be able to handle those downturns. And, and that's exactly what the Republicans in the House did this year, is they made sure that we are set 
for any future downturns. And, and like you said, we put a billion dollars into paying off debt in capers, uh, which makes our pension plan uh, much more, more solvent. Actually, it's going to put us right around that 80 percent uh, level, which is, is a good area to be in. We haven't ever been there since you and I have been involved in. in no, in, yeah. In, I mean, back when I started, it was barely over 50. So that's a huge improvement. Yes, yeah, uh, 52% back in those days. Yep. So we've come a long way, and and, and we're going to continue doing that. Also, I want to bring up the, you know, the fact that uh, we also fully funded education. You know, that's been – we're always under the gun uh, with the Supreme Court uh, Christy Williams from Augusta and her team have worked really hard to put together a, a budget that full, is fully funded and then put some uh, uh, good policy in there along with it. So a lot of uh, gnashing of teeth, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. um, the, can... The, the debate was very strong, and but we passed it. So we're uh, we're talking with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Since you you brought up some of the policy pieces, there were a few other bills. Um, that I know a lot of our listeners were watching, including uh, House Bill 2717. That's the bill opposing sanctuary cities. You had the Paris yeah. Bill of Rights that passed, women and girls yeah. sports. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that, that have come out this week. Yeah, and some of that came from the Senate. You know, I was pretty proud of, uh, of our House member, Pat Penn, who carried the sanctuary city bill. Did a phenomenal job. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watched that debate, but he certainly excelled in, in carrying that bill and answering every question. They, they put him through a pretty good uh, uh, ringer as far, you know, the Democrats did as far as asking question after question. Uh, he stood up to the, uh, uh, to their onslaught and came out looking really, really good. And we, we passed that bill. Now it's not, uh, probably not going to sustain a, a, a veto um, or not sustain, but override a veto uh, simply because, you know, we didn't have, well, we did. We had 84 votes, but but can we keep those? I guess that's the question. Right. Uh, so it'll be close. Um, yeah, I guarantee you we're going to give it a shot when it comes because you know she's going to veto that. What about the Parents' um, Bill of Rights? I mean, I, I know we're going to talk about it with Jonathan Butcher here in a few minutes, so we don't really need to recap it. But do you think, I, I'm assuming Laura Kelly, since she's totally owned by KNEA, uh, she's going to veto that, don't you think? Oh, I do believe so. That came from the Senate. Uh, the Senate passed that late Wednesday evening. Um, yeah, I think she will uh, certainly veto that. But you know, some of those things we have to we have to give it our best shot. We have to get you know get it passed, even if it's short of uh, of a veto override area. We still need to pass it just to just to show you know the public right. that hey, it, it is of interest to us and and. And sometimes we don't get a win because of the governor. That's the reason why elections have consequences. And it's the reason why it's so important that everybody goes to the polls in, in uh, November of this year and elects a good, solid Republican governor. And we want Derek Schmidt to be there. So. Well, and, and she's, you know, vetoing things that have vast majority approval in some cases. The She's going to veto the women and girls sports. And that has over 70 sure. percent approval in most polls in Kansas, and yet she will probably veto that. We are going to, John, anybody that, that doesn't think that we're not going to face a large amount of vetoes, so we passed out uh, over 50 bills. I think the the Senate was really close to 50. All of a sudden, around 100 bills that have come out between the two bodies over this last week. 
And I'm telling you, she's going to have a veto fest. She's going to veto a lot of them. And we're going to have an override fest. And we're going to override as many as we can. We're, we're, we're going to try to make her the most overridden governor in the history of the state of Kansas. Oh, that'd be a nice way to send her packing you know, for her, yeah. her last legislative session. Dan, I know I'm up on my, my quarter break here. Uh, what's the best way to keep have, for folks to keep in touch with you? I, your newsletter is probably one of the best. Uh, yeah, the newsletter, you... you can go to uh, danhawkinskansas.com. At the bottom of the landing page, you'll see a, a place where you can you can subscribe to my newsletter. There's about 12,000 people across the state right now that get my newsletter. It comes out every Friday morning, and, uh, and if I don't get it out Friday morning, people are screaming, where's the newsletter? The other way <laughs> is uh, Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me there also. You guys, so you're on your April break now. You go back what at the end of April, although but actually we're coming, we're we're here this week this for week, okay. uh, this this next week, all week for conference committees, and then we'll take a break starting April first, and then come back on April 25th for our veto session. For veto session, okay. That's what I yeah. I forgot that you had conference committees this week. So there's still a few more bills yeah. to uh, to debate before you take that that April break. Oh, yeah, and lots more votes. We'll have a lot of votes this week. <laughs> you know, it's always fun to watch. I love the idea of having her the most vetoed governor. I, I, I Let's hang that on her, all right, brother? I think we need to. <laughs> Appreciate you as always, Dan. Carry on the fight, my friend. Yeah, take care, John. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give me a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.